The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to DraftKings Network. It's the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Oh, yeah, it is. But it's not just any Ross Tucker Football Podcast. It is a Monster Monday presented, of course, by DraftKings. A little different show for you. Today, it's actually being recorded live at Gatsby's Pub in Pottstown, Pennsylvania on a Thursday, but I don't know if I've done this before, Jack, in which I've actually made my predictions for every team for the entire season before the preseason even starts, so we're going to get into that. I'll get to the news of the day a little bit later in the show. Uh, if, If it's looking different for the people that watch on YouTube, it should be. We are at a pub, which is amazing. If you live anywhere near eastern Pennsylvania, you should come here. You should not wear a Steelers jersey. And you should eat. You should drink. It should be absolutely amazing. Highly encourage you to get out to Gatsby's Pub. I'm also a big stand-up comedy guy. So Joel has shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's amazing. It's actually how I met Joel, is going to one of the stand-up comedy shows. It was awesome. So without further ado, it's big show time. The Big Show. All right, Ross, what are your thoughts? We'll start with AFC North. What do you think about teams in AFC North this year? AFC North is wild because there would be no order that they could fall in that would surprise me. From first place to last place, I think they're all good enough to make the playoffs. Uh, I think you still probably have to go with the Cincinnati Bengals to win that division I was so impressed with them the last couple of years. I was on the sideline for the AFC Championship game against Kansas City two years ago. I was on the sideline in the snow against Buffalo this past year. And I think Joe Burrow is the closest thing that we've seen to Peyton Manning in a while. I mean, he, he, he processes that well. So I have the Bengals at 11-6. and six. I, I would have changed this because I didn't know this guy was coming, but... I do think the Steelers are going to win double-digit games. I think the Steelers are going to be 10-7. and seven. Look, they were 9-8 and eight last year, and they got Isaac Sayamalo from the Eagles. I think they're uh, going to be improved on the offensive line. And Kenny Pickett, who's a South Jersey kid, I think uh, will be better in year two than he was in year one. So I have the Steelers going 10-7 and seven as well. All right, we'll move forward, go a little bit south to the AFC South. Well, let me give you two more teams. Sorry, I had to take a break there, Jack. I 
Can't talk that long without anything. Uh, I'm going to go Cleveland Browns 10-7. and seven. Kevin Stefanski is from uh, Philadelphia here. I, I just think with Deshaun Watson, uh, I know people don't like to talk about Deshaun, but uh, they kind of have to make it work there in Cleveland. So I have them at 10-7. and seven. And believe it or not, I have the Baltimore Ravens dead last in the AFC North. I have them at 9-8. and eight. There's so much talk about from Lamar Jackson – about how we're going to throw the ball more, we're going to run it less. Are we sure that's a good thing? I, I mean, he hasn't been great in obvious passing situations. What made them unique was the exotic quarterback-centric run game they had with Lamar. His targets are Odell Beckham Jr., who didn't play a game last year, Rashad Bateman, who I don't even know if or when he practices, and a rookie in Zay Flowers. I still think the Ravens will be good, but I have them at nine and eight. All four teams in that division I have with winning records, which is really pretty rare. It doesn't happen that often. But uh, I think that's the best division. Really, I would say probably the best division in football, top to bottom, in my mind, is the AFC North. Now we will go to the AFC South. What's your thoughts there? So AFC South is interesting because um, I don't know if any of you guys saw, those of you that are live here in person, but I'm going to be doing some NFL games this year on TV for CBS, which is really exciting. My, thank you. Thank you. Uh, my, my first game is the Titans at the Saints. And so um, I love Doug Peterson from his time in Philadelphia I, I love what he's done with Jacksonville. I, I'll tell a quick story that I don't know if I've told on the podcast before, but my uh, first year doing the Eagles preseason games, really excited. It's like a dream job for me. If you, for those of you who don't know, I grew up in, down the road in Wyoming, right down 422, and grew up a huge Eagles fan. Never played for them, played for – Pretty much every team other than the Eagles. Um, but I uh, never played for them. But I used to go to Westchester to training camp all the time. Uh, I, I still remember the day when Randall Cunningham said to me, I've already signed like 10 autographs for you, bro. <laughs> and I was like, I know, but you're my favorite player. Uh, by the way, Randall Cunningham, my single favorite football player ever. Randall Cunningham. I, by the way, yes. And uh, what's funny about that, by the way, is the whole Kelly Green thing, I guess they say the uniforms that the Eagles are wearing this year are from like 1985 to 94 or something like that, I heard. That was my heyday. I mean, 85, I'm six years old, to 94, I'm 15. You know, it's funny, as diehard as I was, when you're 15 and you start for the varsity high school football team, I, I, your fandom goes down a little bit. Like, you, you think that you're cool. <laughs> you know, you're, you're, not as, you're not as into the Penn State or, or the Eagles or whatever. So anyway, my first preseason game, I lost my voice. I don't know if any of you remember this, but I lost my – it's never happened before. I lost – I didn't talk at all the day before. The next day, I didn't talk at all. I'm driving on the turnpike. I pull over at the Starbucks – the Valley Forge exit, and get, I think it's called a medicine ball. And when I go to order, nothing comes out. And so I call my 
uh, director and I say, we have a problem. Like, I, I cannot talk. It's my first game. And so, just a disaster. And uh, part of my job for the preseason games, which, by the way, we're only nine days away from the first Eagles preseason game, but part of my job is to interview the head coach before the game. So I think that somebody told Doug Peterson that I had lost my voice because usually I'm supposed to ask him three questions. I ask him a really short first question. He goes for like two minutes. And then I ask him another really short question. He goes another two minutes, and I'm done, and I rap. And afterwards, I th- I'm like, thank you so much. And he's like, no problem. The next week, before the next preseason game, I see him at the walkthrough, and I give him the biggest hug. So I'm a Doug Peterson guy forever because he tried to help save me. Let me explain to you now why I think the Jaguars are going 8-9 and nine this year. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal, okay? Um, I just did my offensive line rankings for the 33rd team, which is a very cool site, by the way. Uh, Joe Banner, by the way, former Eagles GM, is one of the owners of the site. I had the Jaguars with the second worst offensive line in the NFL. They, they lost their right tackle, Juwan Taylor, to free agency to the Chiefs. Their left tackle, Cam Robinson, got suspended four games for PEDs. That's a problem. I mean, that's a problem. And they're basically now down to their third string guy and a rookie. And we'll see how they navigate that. I have them at 8-9. and nine. I have the Tennessee Titans at 8-9. and nine. You know, the Titans had the worst offensive line in the league, in my opinion. You know, they went from, a couple years ago, having one of the best offensive lines, Taylor Lewan, Roger Saffold, Ben Jones, Nate Davis, Jack Conklin. They're all gone. All of them. That's how fast things like that happen in the NFL. All five guys, which, by the way, is all the more reason for the folks here with us live in person to appreciate what the Eagles have had on the offensive line, especially with Jason Kelsey and Lane Johnson. Just unbelievable. I mean, I saw Jason Kelsey today at practice, and his beard has a lot of gray in it. Do you have any idea how good you have to be to be the best at your position in the NFL and have gray in your beard? I mean, that should not go together, that you are a gray beard and you're the best in the NFL. Uh, so it, it, you can appreciate what the Eagles have. I have the Titans at 8-9. and nine. They got DeAndre Hopkins. Tannehill will be back and healthy. The Jaguars, 8-9. and nine. Uh, The Texans, 5-12. and 12. And the Indianapolis Colts, I also think, will be 5-12. and 12. They've got Shane Steichen, the, the former Eagles coordinator there as the head coach. You know, both those teams are starting rookie quarterbacks. Hard to imagine them winning many more games than, than five with those rookie quarterbacks. Might be a good year for Colts fans and Tex, Texans fans to drink a lot of Labatt Blue Lights with their friends and family and live life to the power of we. Always enjoy responsibly beer. Labatt USA, Buffalo, New York. All right, we'll move to a lot more competitive division in the AFC. Start with the AFC East. Our AFC East is going to be fascinating. AFC East, uh, that's where I played. My favorite team I ever played for, I think a lot of people know this, Buffalo Bills. I played for five teams. In case anyone wants to ask me that question later, I played for five teams. 
Washington, Dallas, Buffalo, New England, Cleveland. By far my favorite team was the Buffalo Bills. Played the most there. You know, made the most money there. That's like the one team where fans kind of remember me and thank me for their playing time there. Everyone else, they're like, wait, you, you played for us? You played for our team? Uh, so the, the Bills fans, I had the Bills at 11-6. and six. I have the New York Jets at 10-7. and seven. So I have the Bills taking a little bit of a step back this year. I don't, don't feel like they're very improved. I don't know where I feel like they got better. They added a couple of guards. They added, you know, some power running back. I think the Bills want to try to run the ball more. But I can't get that, that divisional round game against the Bengals out of my head. I'm on the snow. I'm in the snow on the sideline. It's in Buffalo. They're playing at home. What more could they ask for? And they got smoked. I mean, they got absolutely waxed by the Bengals, and I'm having a tough time getting over that. So, Bills 11-6. and six. The Jets, the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 I think they're 10-7, and seven, and I think they make the playoffs, which, by the way, this is the way the NFL works. Joe Douglas, their GM, former Eagle uh, executive, is in year five. They haven't had a winning season yet. The head coach, Robert Sala, in year three. Those guys need to make the playoffs this year. So they traded a lot for Aaron Rodgers. They're paying him a lot of money. Guess who doesn't care about the first-round pick they traded next year? Joe Douglas and Sala. Because if they're fired, it's not their first-round pick. So that's why they went aggressive. I do think Aaron Rodgers will help them make the playoffs. They'll go 10-7. and Sala and Joe Douglas... We'll get contract extensions worth $20 million or more. What, what a country. What a time to be alive. Um, Miami Dolphins I have at 10-7 and seven because the concern there is now with the Jalen Ramsey injury. They lost their top corner, Jalen Ramsey, uh, to a, a meniscus tear. I, I don't know if he'll be back this year. His salary for next year is fully guaranteed, which was very smart of him to make sure he was not in a situation where if he hurt himself that he wouldn't be able to, uh, that they'd be able to cut him. Because, by the way, if his salary for next year wasn't guaranteed, they would cut him after the year probably because of the unknown of whether or not he'd come back and be able to play at the same level. It's a tough business. That's why I never blame any guy that holds out, any guy that holds in. You know, I, I got cut one year into a three-year extension with the Buffalo Bills, and it was my best year in the NFL. And I had a back surgery, hurt my neck and hamstring in camp, and they cut me. And the funny thing is, it was in the Reading paper, the Reading Eagle, that I signed a three-year contract. Oh, everybody's like, you still get the rest of that money, right? You still no, I don't. NFL contracts are basically, here's how much we're going to pay you if we decide to continue to pay you. So uh, that was a bummer. I had the Dolphins at 10 and 7. And the Patriots, times change. 7 and 10 for the New England Patriots. And I think there will be a lot of tough questions that people will be asking in New England at the end of this year if, in fact, it, it goes that way. Uh, I never ask a question when I'm at the beach down at the Jersey Shore about what I want to be listening to. Uh, first of all, I love listening to music, the 80s. The 80s are my jam. I know people, most people like 
when they were in high school, like the 90s. No, no, I love the 80s, and I listen to them on my Raycon wireless earbuds. Absolutely love Raycon. Why are you guys laughing? Raycons have a 32-hour battery life, including eight hours of playtime. So you can listen to what you want, when you want, for a really long time. They're half the price of other premium audio brands, but they sound just as good. Create your own soundtrack with Raycon. Right now, Ross Tucker Football Podcast listeners or people at Gatsby's Pub on a Thursday night can get 15% off their Raycon order at buyraycon.com slash tucker. That's buyraycon.com slash tucker to save 15% on Raycons. Buyraycon.com slash tucker. <laughs> Last but not least, we'll go to the AFC West. Yeah, so I think the Chiefs might be good again. Um, call it a hunch. Uh, I've got the Chiefs at 13-4. and four. I do think the Chargers will be pretty good. I have the Chargers at 10-7. and seven. I think the Chargers, you know, the, the thing for the Chiefs is it's just so hard to repeat. It's just so hard to go back-to-back. Now, I will say this. I was not expecting them to go to the Super Bowl and win it the first year without Tyreek Hill. You know, with that Tyreek Hill trade, I thought it would kind of be a, a transition year for the Chiefs, a little bit of a rebuilding year. The fact that they were able to win it in the first year without Tyreek Hill, I think is really, really scary for the rest of the NFL because at least my thought process was that guy dictates, dictates coverage, meaning defenses always need to make sure they have a safety over the top of Tyreek Hill. And I thought that the Chiefs would struggle. Mahomes might struggle for Mahomes with, without knowing ahead of time what's going to happen from a coverage standpoint. It didn't really work out that way. Uh, Mahomes played extremely well. We know what happened in the Super Bowl. Uh, I would love to see that game played again on a better field. I thought that was extremely unfortunate for both teams. I don't think it's an excuse because they both had to deal with it. But, I mean, how can you have the Super Bowl played on a field like that? I, I will never know. I have the Chiefs 13-4. and I think the Chargers' offensive line's good. They're talented on defense. I'm not so sure about their coach after they blew that game against the Jaguars in the playoffs. But Herbert, very, very talented. I've got the Chargers going 10-7. and Jack, please say something so I can have a sip of water. <laughs> <laughs> You're doing a really good job these outlets today. This is very un- not, like undifferent of you. Yeah, so this is, uh, you know, typically like I'm in my garage in uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is where I live. A lot of people don't know that. And so usually I'm just staring into a camera right there on my desk. And for those of you that have ever seen social clips or you've ever watched the show, I have all my helmets behind me and game balls and I didn't buy them. They gave them to me. It was pretty cool. Um, so it's kind of cool to do this in front of actual people. And by the way, this will also be the least interesting part of the two hours because next we do the NFC, and then we get into the Eagles with you guys getting a chance to ask me questions. I have the Denver Broncos at 8-9. and nine. I think Sean Payton will be able to get Russell Wilson to play better. Probably not top five, top ten quarterback play Russell Wilson, but probably somewhere between 10 and 20. And then I have the Raiders at 6-11. and 11. I still don't understand why they fired 
Mike Mayock. I don't understand why they fired Rich Passaccia. That was a terrible decision. A couple years ago, the Raiders made the playoffs, even though they had the Gruden emails. Henry Ruggs, their first-round pick, had that horrific accident. I can't even remember the name of their corner that had the gun incident, the first-rounder from Ohio State that nobody thought should go in the first round. The Raiders should have been a disaster that year, and they kept them together. By the way, quick side note. When Mike Mayock was my predecessor doing the Eagles preseason games on television, and the week he got hired as the Raiders GM, I was on the sideline for the Eagles-Saints playoff game the year after they won the Super Bowl. And knowing that Mayock was the Raiders GM, I thought that would really be cool if I could be the Eagles preseason TV guy. So I'm on the elliptical at some hotel in New Orleans, and right next to me walks in and starts Howie Roseman, the Eagles GM. And so I thought, what do, they, what, what do the kids say? Shoot your shot? <laughs> so I said, uh, I said, hey, Howie, I, you know, I don't know if you have anything to do with this or not, but I would love to be the, the preseason TV guy. That would be like a dream job for me. Um, my parents hated it because when I was at the beach in the summer, I wouldn't go out to dinner in Avalon because I wanted to watch the Eagles preseason games. So um, that'd be awesome. And he said, well, that's not my department, but, you know, if they ask me about it, I'll certainly let them know how I feel. So that was awesome. So I'm glad Mayock got the GM job. I've got the Raiders 6-11. and 11. Ultimately, in the AFC, I've got the Bills winning the AFC East, the Bengals, the AFC North, the Titans, the AFC South, the Chiefs, the AFC West, the L.A. Chargers, Jets, and Steelers, your three wildcard teams, and the AFC champion, the Cincinnati Bengals, able to knock off the Chiefs and get back to the Super Bowl. You know why I use Babbel, Jack? Because it works and because my daughters loved it. I mean, it makes sense, right, if you're going to have – language learning software to do something that children like. They're quick 10-minute lessons designed by over 150 language experts help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. We knew before we went to Ecuador that we weren't going to, you know, be fluent in Spanish. But to be able to just hang, you know, at the airports when we were ordering food, it was awesome. There are so many studies from Yale, Michigan State, others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester of college. That does not surprise me. There's a reason why they have over 10 million subscriptions sold. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babble.com slash rost. Get 55% off at babble.com slash rost, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash rost. Rules and restrictions may apply. Tux takes. All right, Ross. Saints running back Alvin Kamara suspended three games for his Pro Bowl fight. Chiefs defensive end Charles Omenihu was suspended six games for personal conduct policy. And Eagles offensive lineman Josh Sills was activated off of the commissioner's exempt list after being acquitted of rape and kidnapping charges. So I think the three games for Kamara is a positive if you're a Saints fan because initially people thought six. 
like a Menahu, or they thought at least four. So um, Kamara only being suspended for three, I think, is a win for the Saints. A Menahu out for six, I mean, that was kind of the guy the Chiefs pegged to replace Frank Clark, and now they don't have him for the first six games. As for Josh Sills, he's back on the Eagles roster, and he's a guy that made the roster last year as an undrafted free agent. He's got some versatility, plays multiple positions. Obviously, they liked him. They cut guys like Jack Anderson to keep Sills on the roster last year. I'll be curious to see how quickly he gets back up and running with the Eagles. Bears signed edge rusher Yannick Ngakwe and tight end Mercedes Lewis for his 18th season at age 39, while the Panthers signed edge rusher Justin Houston, and Eagles added linebacker Miles Jack, and you'll like this one, Kelly Green Cunningham. Zach Cunningham is also signing with the team. <laughs> By the way, it's Yannick Ngakwe. Oh. Yannick Ngakwe. A lot of people wouldn't know that. No worries, Jack. Uh, but, yeah, it's this time of year, right, where these teams are looking at places where they still have a hole. I think these guys might have wanted to just kind of wait it out for, for the, the dog days of camp, wait till you get to, like, the preseason game weeks. But Ngakwe got over $10 million. Justin Houston got at least $6 million, up to $8 million, as the Bears and Panthers needed legit edge rushers. Mercedes Lewis, 18th season, I think is the most ever for a tight end. And then the Eagles adding linebackers Miles Jack and Zach Cunningham, similar to what they did at D-Tackle last year. When they have a problem, Howie Roseman is not shy about addressing it. We got some contract news, too. Saints signed defensive end Cameron Jordan to a big two-year, $27.5 million extension. Cowboys signed safety Malik Hooker to a big extension as well. The Patriots give Matthew Judon a huge raise for this year, and the Bengals ink stud linebacker Logan Wilson to a four-year extension. Well, Logan Wilson, such a big part of what the Bengals do. I thought that was smart. Judon, another example of a hold-in, a guy that reports but isn't actually practicing, getting his money. A lot of people other than Zach Martin getting paid in Dallas. And then Cam Jordan, I wrote this on Twitter, at Ross Tucker NFL. I just don't think people realize how good he is and how stellar of a career he's had. I think we're done here. Thanks for listening to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Fantasy Feasts, Even Money, Business of Sports, and College Draft. All available at Apple Podcasts, RossTucker.com, or wherever podcasts can be found. How about some shout-outs? Love me some MyFrontPageStory.com. Please, if you haven't been there yet, just go to the website, MyFrontPageStory.com, and check out what the gift looks like, go to the order page. That way, by the way, throw your email in there so then when it's Valentine's Day or Mother's Day or the holidays, you'll get that email with the discount so you don't miss out on it. Then, of course, there's Pizza Boy Brewing, there's Sportaculture, HumanHeadNYC.com, SteakhouseSports.com, Go-Bangles.com, and BackOfficeScheduler.com.